Welcome, lovey, to the Coming Out Gold podcast, where I help you realize you don't need anyone's permission to start living the life of your dreams. You can start where you are with what you have. I'm Coach Tammy, and my goal is to help you come out gold by teaching you how to get clear on what matters most, ignite what sets your soul on fire, and then make a strategic plan to live the life of your dreams. It is time, and you are worthy. So let's do this. Welcome back, lovey. Last week, I walked you through the system I created to manage my time so my calendar doesn't manage me. I hope you invested some time evaluating your tasks and goals so you could schedule your days and weeks to move in the direction of your dreams. I truly believe it will change your life if you practice it. Now, today we're going to tackle what I believe is one of the greatest roadblocks many face in charting an incredible path for their one beautiful life. May I ask you a question? What has fear? already taken from you. Seriously, think about it for a minute. What have you not done because you felt fear in stepping out into the unknown? How have you kept yourself playing small so you didn't have to risk trying something new? Have you decorated your comfort zone to the point that you never want to leave it? Anybody? Donald Miller says, fear tricks us into living a boring life. And I believe this in the marrow of my bones, y'all. I know there are so many women held prisoner by fear to the point they stay within their comfort zones and never chase their dreams. I know this because I was that woman, but I firmly believe that those of us who've been paralyzed by fear long to be women brave enough to let fear exist without allowing it to impede their desire for living their best life. For those held prisoner by fear, I hope this episode offers some light along with some strategic tools. I believe women want to be free, free to move forward, to take chances, to trust their gut, and to try new things because they know they can survive anything life throws their way. The medical definition of fear is an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger, be it real or imagined. It's the perception of danger that trips us up, y'all. And fear is just a feeling. Fear is also the thief of joy, and it's a roadblock to our dreams. It's based in messages that we've long thought true, but are in fact lies. These messages were full of what we can't do. Instead of being wide open to the countless possibilities of what we can do, I get it. Trying new things can be scary, and we're often unsure because we actually lack skills or information needed for pressing forward. But this is normal. It's part of learning something new or taking an unknown path. We can't have experience in something until we do the thing. So it's just wrong then to hold yourself back because you're afraid of what you don't know. When we sense fear, we should know our joy is at risk. We should also understand fear is a teacher that exists to protect us from perceived death. Fear is complicated, y'all, much like humans. It's at its primal level, a protection system that's worked to keep us alive. Think back to the Stone Age. Fear kept the caveman from being killed by a dinosaur when they ventured out looking for food. It did its job and it did it well. But as we have evolved, so is our fear. And in that process, it's become less helpful and more limiting, in my opinion. Our fear brain kicks in and we start catastrophizing and building every worst case scenario up to the point that we stop dead in our tracks and refuse to move forward. Raise your hand if you have a fear of spiders or snakes, or like one of my daughters, jellyfish. 
right now, wherever you are, stop what you're doing and say out loud something that you fear. Now take a breath. Guess what? You just prove fear doesn't kill you. Hear me again. Fear doesn't kill you. So since we've proved this statement to be true, we can now change the story loop we tell ourselves to avoid something that creates the feeling of fear. Now I want you to raise your hand if you've ever had some big feelings in your life. It could be anything you think of that stirs something inside of you. It could be when a girl named Kelly pulled your hair in seventh grade and you told her to let it go and she refused. So you got angry and punched her in the face. That's hypothetically speaking, of course. Social justice and political chatter are triggers for big feels. I know they are for me. Has your heart ever been broken by someone leaving you, be it by death or by choice, to the point that you thought you couldn't survive? Feelings are big struggles for some people, and some people avoid them at all cost. Shout out to my Enneagram 7 friends out there. But let me remind you, if you are listening to the sound of my voice and answering these questions along with me, you have survived 100% of the feelings you've had, and you will survive all the ones to come in the future. Fear is a feeling. Feelings are simply teachers. So let's all agree to stop avoiding them and learn from them so we can be our best selves. Many women are held back and living small because of fear. It is paralyzing and it's real. It can be scary. As a trauma survivor, fear has long been a companion I've had to battle countless times. As I navigated through life, though, I learned a way to combat fear in a way that anyone can apply to their journey. It makes you the captain of your story so you can step into the life you were designed to live. There are three simple steps to follow. One, be aware of fear when it comes up. Two, take a judgment-free look at the root of the emotion to better understand it and where it came from. And three, create a path through the fear so you move to the next level. Let's talk through them. Like I've said, feelings are teachers, yet for so many of us, they've been weaponized in our stories. What if we tried something new and took the emotional charge out of them? Instead of making them good or bad, we simply ask what they're trying to tell us. Try this. The next time the feeling of fear bubbles up to the surface, ask yourself, hey, where'd you come from? For example, if you have a fear about trying something new, start running your story backwards to see where that story loop began. Maybe there was a moment in elementary school that you were called to the front of the classroom to try a new math equation and you totally messed it up and your class laughed at you. Though you don't think about this moment consciously day in and day out, perhaps it created a story loop in your subconscious. And every time you think of trying something new, your limbic system's triggered and fear roars in like a lion. Let's also acknowledge that there are many faces of fear. Some can experience it in healthy, positive ways. For others, it masquerades as a myriad of emotions. I heard a pastor say, embrace doubt long enough and it will lead to fear. Doubt is fear and a different outcome. Whatever the root or label you put on it, look fear in the face and acknowledge the root cause of it. Because once you get to the root, you can use these tools to counteract it whenever it bubbles up. In the book, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, she said something that profoundly changed me. She said, it seems to me that the less I fight my fear, the less it fights me back. If I can relax, fear relaxes too. In this, I found the next tool for combating fear. And that is don't fight with it. They say it's only a war if two people are engaged. So if we don't fight it, there's no war and the white flag of surrender can fly high. If we acknowledge it and trace its roots back to the source, then we can understand it. We can see it for what it is without judgment or criticism or shame. 
Depending on the source of the fear, perhaps our best tool is empathy. I'm a big believer in the healing power of love. And I truly believe if we took time to love ourselves with kindness and compassion, our fear might have a chance to excel and settle itself down. We could see it for what and why it is. Then we could know what it needs and give it to ourselves with the same gentleness we would give a lost child or a hurt puppy. I think a good way to take control back is to humanize it. Give it a face, maybe even a name. As Elizabeth Gilbert also says in this book, we can acknowledge fear, let it come along for the ride, but only as a backseat passenger. We can't ever let it take the driver's seat or we'll never reach our goals so that we live an amazing story. Let's just be real, y'all. Running from fear is a colossal waste of time. By trying so hard and running so fast to get away from it, you usually run smack dab into it even more. When you know what you're running from, but not where you're running to, you don't make a lot of progress. Gaining awareness about the cause of fear sets you free to let it exist without letting it control you. This allows you to operate from a position and mindset of victory instead of defeat. And the most amazing side effect of you living free is that others will rise because you showed up and did the hard and holy work yourself. Author John Acuff says, fear comes free, but faith takes work. Fear can keep us paralyzed and never moving towards our dreams. We can choose to stay trapped in fear instead of living a life full of purpose and passion. And we can keep living the lie that we lack what is needed to go after our dreams. But loveys, we have to stop acting like we have all the time in the world and start doing the work we were created to do, even if fear tags along. What if you let yourself be? all that you are, that more you've kept buried under fear far too long? What if you let her come out? What if we all stopped looking for excuses for why it won't work out and started looking for reasons why it will so we can create a life far outside of average? And this is where my last tool comes into play. It's what I call an evidence board. I'm sure most of you are familiar with vision boards. Some people use them as tools to help them create a physical reminder of what they want to happen in that year. Others use them as manifesting tools. But I want to introduce something different. Instead of making a board of hopes, we make a board of proof. Proof we have survived. Proof we've done wild and scary things. Proof we face down fear and live to tell the tale. It can be as simple as a stack of post-it notes and a blank wall or door. Or you can get a frame and add to it throughout the year. You could use a journal and make daily entries to keep a record of one win each day. How you do it is unique to you because it's what you capture that matters. When you have wins, write them down. Seriously, write them down. Keep a record of your success, the big and the little. We are all so fast to record a record of our mistakes. Let's learn to be faster at recording what we get right because y'all, we get it right more times than we think. In the process of making our evidence board, let's be sure to celebrate the tiny wins, the little bitty baby ones. This is one of my goals in 2020. And you may have seen on Instagram the other day where I shared that I had passed 200 listens of this podcast. Typically, I would spend time telling myself and the world how it wasn't a big deal, especially compared to what the big podcasts get. It's literally nothing. But the truth is, my podcast is a baby fish and a big pond. So I can't expect it to be today what others are seeing after being around for years. And y'all, if 200 people knocked on my door to hear me talk, I wouldn't think that was small. I'd, I'd probably pee in my pants and pass out. And so I put this on my evidence board. You have to keep track of your wins and consider making some benchmarks you will celebrate when you reach them. Because when you move past fear, and I believe you will, you will reach them. 
I think we all know that every choice we make in life has a consequence. They add up to the life we live. We may not be able to control everything in life. Okay, we can't, but we can control who we become. We can defeat fear, overcome obstacles, and feel more confident and capable. We can do hard things and learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable. We can live an amazing story and have the evidence to prove it. If you've been around a minute, you know I took care of you by creating a free download for you to use to help you prove to yourself and the world that fear won't kill you. Be sure to head to the link in the show notes below. It'll take you to the blog version of the episode. Scroll to the bottom and you'll see where to grab it. You can always DM me on social media too if you have questions. I am here to help in any way I can. To recap this plan, let's all be aware when fear comes up. Take a judgment-free look at the root of the emotion to better understand it. Create a path through the fear so you can move to the next level. And last, but certainly not least, keep an evidence board of your wins. Follow this simple plan to push past fear and combat it each time it appears so it never stops you from living into your best self ever again. And please, pretty please, pretty please with sugar on top. If you make yourself an evidence board, could you please post it on social media and tag me? Because I can't wait to see you show the world the evidence that you are slaying your life. So don't forget, tag me. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Coming Out Gold podcast. I am so thankful for you. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram or Facebook at Coming Out Gold Podcast. Those links are down below in the show notes for you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to head over to iTunes and leave it a review. You can also share it on your social media and tag me. And maybe you'll even get a shout out here on a future episode. Until next week, remember, I'm Coach Tammy and I am in it with you always.